Hey, everyone. We're going to be at GravaCon. That's true. We may or may not have business cards. <laughs> Email us if you're going to be there. We're going to have business cards. <laughs> We're going to have business cards, damn it. Okay, we can't remember anything. We have yeah. to hand people something. Yeah. Hi, this is Caitlin. And this is Sharon. And welcome to Real Housewives on Real Housewives, where we unravel housewives' story threads and keep the tea flowing. So chic. Hold on to your family. This week, we're digging into Louis Ruelas, Teresa's fiance slash now husband, from the Real Housewives of New Jersey season 13. So the verses this week for Louis are Louis versus Joe and Melissa, Louis versus business and Bo Deedle, and Louis versus his increasing anger slash control issues. Yeah, so Louis is rich, and he is a businessman that apparently works for, founded, I don't know, digital marketing solutions company, which, quote, this is according to Hollywood Life, Mm -hmm. offers acquisition solutions, subscription marketing, lead management technology, and managed services. And you know all I could think when I read that? (laughs) Jen Jen Shaw. Shaw. (laughs) It's like, doesn't that just feel very Jen Shaw? It does. It's very, like, generic sounding. It's like... Leads. Wait, but like, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Leads. He's the father of two boys, and he and Teresa met at the shore uh, when she got his business card. Business cards are a great idea. <laughs> Thomas is anti-business cards. We're pro them. And we're hey, pro let them. us know on our social media how you feel about business yeah. cards. Unless you don't like them, then don't let us know. <laughs> Then we just won't give you one. <laughs> no business cards for you at Bravo. <laughs> All right. So we thought for this one, and we're kind of trying to decide if we want to, you know, like tip our hats early in the episodes or not. But I think it's important for these episodes of Jersey to explain whether we're sort of like Team Teresa or Team Melissa. So our watching history with New Jersey is that we both saw the really early seasons. Mm -hmm. I like, I want to say before I had kids went back and tried to catch up some and I saw like to the season where Siggy Flicker is there. And then after that, I didn't. So I think there's a lot we didn't see. We went back and watched the last two seasons, mm-hmm. but we're only going to do this on season 13. So that's that's our history with Jersey. And I don't know if that skews whether what team we're on. Mm-hmm. Um, but so big reveal, we're not tree huggers. We're not <laughs> pro-Teresa. When I told Sharon that name, she lost it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I had never heard it. It's like I'd never been on the internet before. I don't know. <laughs> internet is just a world of crazy. Um, so we're more team Joe and Melissa, and I kind of liken it to this. Like, I feel like, especially in regards to Louie, that we sort of went on the same journey that Joe and Melissa did. Mm-hmm. Like, we kind of liked him at first. Like, I was pulling for him because I really felt like Teresa's been through so much, going through jail, the divorce, the, you know, the fact that her husband was forced to leave the country. Like, there was just a lot that she'd been through, and I felt like, good for her. Like, this is her moment to find love. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that she found it with Louis. Well, she might have. It doesn't Maybe mean it's does. doesn't mean we good. Like it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean it's love that's we fair. would want. It, that's a good point. So our first versus is Louis versus Joe and Melissa. The sort of background information here, I think, is the big thing is that Louis inherits the tension between Teresa and her brother. So no matter what he kind of a person he is, where he's coming from. I think everything is going to be skewed from the fact that he's walking into a tense situation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And all we've seen is the tension between it. Like, we don't ever see them in a good or happy place. Like, Andy kind of says at the reunion that he had ran into Melissa back when Teresa started going out with Louis. Mm -hmm. And that Melissa made it seem like they really liked him. They enjoyed hanging out. Mm -hmm. And then there was all this argument from Teresa that that wasn't true because she likes to rewrite everything. And I kind of believe Andy that Melissa and Joe started out, like, wanting this chance to start over. I agree. Because so? why wouldn't they? Yeah. And then... Because um, things had been rough with Juicy Joe, her ex-husband. <laughs> Do you remember they used to call him? <laughs> but it seems like everything is just like... It's not like they have stories that are... They remember them a little differently. Yes. Everything is just completely opposite that one of them is flat out lying. Right. Like, uh, yeah. Teresa makes it sound like Louie didn't want to be on the show. Yes. I thought that was weird. That was weird. And then she was like, Joe brought him on the show and he didn't want to be on the show. Yeah. So but then Melissa was remembering that, like, he was the one who wanted to crash the yeah. trip, girls' trip to somewhere, and that he wanted to date Alexia from Miami. So he so knew he's the just housewife. trolling for housewives. Yeah, do you think he's a fame chaser? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. He does. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, I think he tries to be Mr. Suave, and I think he thinks think he's so cool. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And I think he kind of gives off a vibe that he thinks maybe he should be more famous than he just is. And I could so see this that. is kind like of a he good deserves vehicle it. for that. Like, I'm not saying that he is only with her for the fame. Yeah. I'm just saying I think he doesn't see it as a bad side effect. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, can we talk about something first? Yeah. Okay. At the reunion, all the pre-scenes, <laughs> like, before they go out there. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. He is not wearing a shirt. Yeah, what is And it that? just drives me nuts. Everyone else has a shirt. And of all the men, like, you could see Joe yeah. doing that. I could see Frank doing that. I know. But, like, I think you're right. I think, like, that gives a little, like, check mark toward, like, him kind of being a yeah. fame chaser. Why would you just why would stand you do there that? without a shirt on? And <laughs> I don't believe it's because he was too hot because all guys get really hot yeah. and the other guys all wear clothes. Wear a t-shirt and then change into your yeah. suit. I mean, that's show off I think that is evidence towards fame behavior. chasing. I think so. Do you think that um, Louis would hate Joe and Melissa no matter what? So I have been thinking about this, mm-hmm. and I almost think that Louis would hate them no matter – if he is this more controlling yeah. boyfriend. Jealous. You know, and he's jealous, uh-huh. and he's trying to isolate her. Yeah. Then I do think he would not like them no matter what. But then mm-hmm. on the other hand, I'm like, why isolate her from her brother? I guess I'm not yeah. an abusive boyfriend, so I don't know. I'm not <laughs> saying he's an abusive boyfriend. No. Don't sue me. But I um, do think he has controlling tendencies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So maybe Don't sue that's me either. Why. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think that there's any coming back from this? I don't know. I do think that time does heal wounds. So again, they keep saying like, you're cut out of each other's lives and they're never going to talk to each other again. I'm not sure that that's true. Yeah. But this one seems harder to come back from. Agree. I don't think that they could stay out of each other's lives where they didn't talk. Right. Because I I almost feel like they have too much emotion in their body that they couldn't not... Yes. At least reach out to the person. That's a good point. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's like if you're not going to talk, it's almost like you're forgetting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think if they get together, they might fight, but. But at least it's like not dead air. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess means yeah. you could always come back, but I don't know. I'm not feeling like very good about it. I guess I wonder, like, this is going to sound bad. If she wasn't with Louie, they could maybe get back together. I'm not sure yeah. as long as she's with Louis if that's a possibility because she has that to hang on to and that anger and that like he and she can kind of – like even Louis said at one point like create our own 
story or our own narrative or something. Left like, yeah, well, the left, <laughs> yes, they're creating their yes, own their story. own world. Their it's like world. there is no one yes. else with us in this love bubble. That's scary. It's creepy. I also didn't like, and I felt like it was kind of the writing on the wall, but like the producer asked Gia, Teresa's daughter, like, when was the last time you felt like a united family? And she said, oh, like the summer right before Louis, we were at mm-hmm. um, the, at Joe and Melissa's shore house all the time. We had so much fun. And she's like, I don't know what changed. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you know what? Said it yourself. They're gonna say, "Well, that's because Louis came in and everyone was mean mm-hmm. to him. That's why I changed." Yeah, exactly. But like, she's gonna put the jealousy on somebody else. Whereas I feel it, like right, Louis brought some energy in with him. Yeah, and you know, you kind of okay. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and I stick up for the underdog a lot, even when they're jerks. The and I, I shouldn't. Kind of behind. Yeah, him. but. Everyone hates – if Frank yeah. Catania hates him – I mean, that's where I kind of draw I can't like him because I love Frank. <laughs> and Frank this, is like my TV best yeah. friend. Right. Caitlin's my real life best yeah. friend. <laughs> Thank TV you. Best friend. So, so if you ever meet Frank, we have to fight it out. Yeah. I'll let Frank win because I like Frank too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's another example that bothers me. And I just feel like it's all these little – bothersome things. Like maybe I wouldn't even go so far as to say red flags, although I kind of would say red flags. Because I think if we were on The Bachelor, we'd be calling them red flags. Good point. Exactly. But the pajamas. Can we talk about Oh my the gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read okay. you the exact quote. Okay. Louis says <laughs> to Joe and Melissa, I'm a good man. I live with your four nieces. I wear your father's pajamas at night to make them feel safe and loving. Do you know that? And then there's again, there's like, I mean, what do you say to that I don't story? Know. It's so weird. I mean, I think I might just like get up and leave. <laughs> like, I just wouldn't even know how to handle like, that. Like, it's really creepy. It's so creepy. First of all, <laughs> they're probably really old. Yeah. Aren't you rich by your own pajamas? <laughs> and how is that going to make someone feel safe? I don't know. It's going to creep me out. If I wake up in the middle of the night and then like somebody's walking in the hallway yeah. in like my dead relative's pajamas, I might look like a ghost. <laughs> I might like really lose my. <laughs> <laughs> then he explains at the reunion he's like well it wasn't like used ones it was like a pile of clothes he hadn't but worn what yet. is that even saying it's like he's trying to show no. that he is the main right. man of the whole entire family yes i guess is what like but i don't know why he's a main tell- man he gets to wear the dead main man yeah. was he telling china jam joe like i am now in place of your dad like did he <laughs> think like, joe would it's like the passing of the crown yes it's like the passing of the jam jams <laughs> Okay, which actually I do have like a few things for my grandmother. Okay, we talked about this. Yeah. Yes. Because my mom tried to give me a robe and it wasn't the one my grandma had. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the ones she had never worn. I feel like. Yeah. But there, it always was a little hard for me to wear it because there's something about like more personal things like pajamas. Yeah. Like I have no problem with like a sweater. Mm-hmm. I have I have a dress of my grandma's, like an old, old dress of hers that I have. Like that doesn't bother me. You're right. Why is it like the, a pajama? Like, it's like intimate. I don't know. It's more like. Yeah, personal. It almost feels like, like uh, I wore bra your and underwear, dad's but it's not sweater. Like I think that wouldn't have sounded weird. But his jammies. Okay, anything he said where I wore to make them feel comfortable that is really uncom- weird. I think that's 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 the argument. It's to make them feel comfortable. <laughs> but then if he had just said, "I wore your dad's pajamas," and like, okay, what? Like, like, I don't that know. Makes me uncomfortable. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, and then in the reunion, he like. Try to he was, like acknowledge that it sounded right. wacko, but it did, <laughs> and it's it didn't like really fix it. Everyone still just like went like silent, like they didn't know what to do with it. And I mean, and there's also the things from like last season a little bit, which we're more aware of because we watched it. But there's that weird 
men's summer camp video that oh. kind of starts all the drama. The warrior video. The warrior video. Oh my God, I forgot that was last season. I was thinking it was this season. Yeah, no, it was last. And here's what's interesting to me about that. Like, we can talk about how crazy that video is. But also, I feel like because Joe said to Louie about that video, I want you to be able to get ahead of it. Like, that's why we're trying to talk to you about it. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what Louie says to Joe about Melissa and the kissing rumor, which we'll talk about later. But like... He goes on and on, like, I just wanted to help you get ahead of it, which to me feels really retaliatory. Yeah. Like, you know, when someone tells you something in a fight and then you turn it around and then you're like, well, I just thought that you wanted (laughs) quiet. So I just haven't said anything to you for five days. You know, it's like, you take it to the extreme. Like, it feels really, like, punitive. Yeah, I never even thought of it. Just helping you get ahead of it. Like, Mm -hmm. I used my Dorinda voice there. And okay, nice. (laughs) So the whole video thing, like I was, when they talked about it on the show, I don't know why I didn't watch it until like a month later, even though they kept talking about it. And then when I did watch it, I was like, so what? Why is this a breakup video? And it does look like they're all naked. I mean, I realize they're probably just on the beach, but it looks like they're naked. Uh-huh. He says it's a breakup video when he's proposing in it. Which I had. He gave some explanation, which I kind of believed. But then yeah. when I watched the video, I was like, that is the dumbest no. thing I've ever heard. This is clearly not yeah. a breakup video. And I don't like how he rewrites history. And it makes me a little... It's again, it's almost like yeah. it's just a complete opposite. Right. It's like not just a slight mistelling. Because I'm, I'm breaking up. Like, oh, I'm asking her to marry me. Yeah. And the other thing is the guy's faces in the background of the video. And there's like yelling. The guy, like they're just standing there staring all like scowling. And then this other guy's like, what are you going to do about it? (laughs) Not just what are you going to say, what are you going to do? And he's all like, I'm going to propose to her. I don't know. If that's okay with you. (laughs) Yeah, it's all manly. And then it goes, if that's okay with you. (laughs) Only if you want to. It's just so weird. Oh, God. Okay, if you had, because, you know, they keep arguing that, like, Louis thought it was a great idea to tell Melissa about the kissing rumor, and we'll go into that in our Melissa episode, but if you had to tell your brother something about his spouse, since we have brothers, yeah, would you call your brother over by himself if it involved the spouse, or would you not? Okay, this is where initially, okay, God. Yeah. I almost feel like, I don't want to defend Teresa. I don't either. But I do kind of understand mm-hmm. the point of... If I had heard that, I do too. I would want to be like, "Hey, just you know, this is what people are saying about your wife." Because I would too. Then he can look into it, figure yeah. it out. Uh-huh. You don't want to just like let exactly. what is that? Tip your hat. Let everyone know everything yeah. you know. Right. Um, tip your hat or whatever. So, and then I guess it depends on how much. Too. I guess if I one hundred percent was like, "This is such yeah garbage," right. I would just bring it up like, "Hey, by the way, they're saying this. I know this is yeah. stupid. Maybe." But I guess since they actually believed it mm-hmm. could be true. Yeah. I can understand only telling him. And I feel like they could have called Melissa at that point and said, okay, so I'm sitting over here. Like they could have looped her in at that point maybe and that might have fixed it. I don't know. Yeah. So that one I'm a little less angry. That's the one place I'll kind of say that maybe – not that Teresa was in the right because, again, there's just so many things. (laughs) (laughs) But like – but I don't think she was wrong yeah. That they just brought him over. But, like, I understand what they're saying, it, how it made it look. Right. And I think it's all the, like, hiding of the information and then, like, not telling the other women that they had the information and stuff. Like, that's the whole mm-hmm. issue. Um, who do you think is the winner in uh, – what what was that? Louis versus uh, – Joe and Melissa. Joe and Melissa, yeah. I – I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Joe and Melissa better, yeah, but Louis and Teresa are kind of like living their best life. They are. Yeah. And Joe Joe got screwed over on Pizzagate. So. He did. Yeah. That one, I think, I, I mean, what do you think? Clearer. 
Yeah, when you put it that way, it's like I was going to say Joe and Melissa because I like them and I don't think Louis looks good. But I do think the cards were kind of stacked against everybody in this mm-hmm. situation. So maybe it's a wash. Yeah. And like maybe that's how they need to look at it as like maybe it's nobody's fault that everybody mm-hmm. got off on the wrong foot. But just like how do you fix that now? Yeah. Well, isn't that like any conflict yeah. in life? <laughs> Like, if like we could do that, we wouldn't have a show. I felt like Teresa needed to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa, if you're listening. And maybe Joe and Melissa yeah. too. Like. I mean, I want Joe and Melissa to be the winners ultimately. Yeah. But I think I think Louis and Teresa, Louis thinks he won. Oh, he does. Louis he is He will never happy. accept anything. He won. He's, yeah. yeah. He's the man. The man. <laughs> All right. Let's look at Louis versus businesses slash Bo Deedle. <laughs> <laughs> Which the whole Bo Deedle thing. Oh my God. When when he said like Bo Deedle those and we're like, I didn't know it was a person. We didn't know it was a person. And we were both like, we we're sitting there, we we're like, what is it like? And then we we're like, it's like Bo Diddley. Yeah. Like, like I don't know anything. I thought, you don't know was, Bo I thought it was like the Jersey way of saying that. Like, you don't know Bo Diddley. <laughs> you don't know Bo Deedle. I don't. No, apparently. He's very sneaky. I yeah. <laughs> All right, so we start. With That's a pretty good PI name, I that must is a say. Pretty good PI name. It sounds like a like a character in like a novel. It does. <laughs> Shall right, should we start with Pizzagate? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to give us a little background on Pizzagate? Uh, to the best of my understanding, <laughs> because it sounded kind of I don't know. They, Joe wants to make pizza ovens. Mm-hmm. He te- he wants it to be a family business yes. with Teresa. Right. So Louie is gonna fund part of it I apparently put in $250,000 and then Joe says they were going confusion too sorry I didn't mean to interrupt but I think part of the confusion was that when that Joey wanted it to be a family business yeah when he sold it to Louie the idea he may have said this will really help my sister Mm -hmm. so maybe Louie took that as here's an idea for your sister but again I think that's a convenient afterthought Louis just kind of took over. Yes. Like he was only like going to get. I think they were saying Louis would get five percent, and even yeah. or I'm sorry, or Joe. Joe would get five percent. Yeah. But Joe really wanted to be like him and Teresa half and half on the yes. development of this business. They tried to do that restaurant together. I mean, I feel like this yeah. was just another thing they wanted a family business. Yeah. And then Louis just went and tried to just take it over. He yeah. would like call it Skinny Pizza mm-hmm. and Which made their like own commercials more, without that's consulting more Teresa's Joe. Teresa's brand to yeah. call it Skinny Pizza. Like I get that that's a much better name from a marketing standpoint, maybe. Yeah. But that makes it sound like it's a Teresa product, not a Teresa and Joe product. So they should have called it like Nono's Pizza or whatever they were going to call it. Yeah. Pajama he- pizza. <laughs> no, did Nono eat this pizza in his pajamas? Yes. And it's not, they should put that on the front. That just makes me feel so cozy, comfortable. But yeah, he basically like just took over and cut yeah. uh, Joe, Joe out. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Okay, the one part that made me laugh in the reunion is when apparently uh, Louis claims to have all these pizza ovens, <laughs> yeah. like sitting in a warehouse. You know what I picture? You know that? You know in Indiana Jones where they get the Ark of the Covenant and then they put it like, <laughs> it just goes back in this government warehouse and it's branded and no one knows where it is. This is what I picture like the pizza <laughs> Like, I just somehow don't believe that, do you? Because, like, why would you pay rent on all these? Why wouldn't you just sell them? And he had, like, it was kind of weird when Andy asked him because he was kind of like, well, there's they're no warehouse. Yeah. Like, well, why aren't you selling? And then Joe's like, I'll buy them off of you. Yeah. Also, if you were a good business person, why not say sure? Yeah. Because, again, he doesn't want them to win it all or right. have any well, glory. He could have even sold them for, like, 
yeah. half the price or right. quarter the price for parts, whatever. No, he's still like hoping that Be- parts. <laughs> I think it's because he wants to lose $250,000. So he can hold it over So that. he can hold it over Joe. Yeah. Or I don't know that he actually did lose $250,000. Do you think maybe he didn't even buy the pizza? I'm house? skeptical yeah. that he actually lost any money. It's like a bunch of empty boxes with pictures of <laughs> glued on them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't trust Louis as far as I can No, I don't himself. either. And like also, even when it is family, I could get how you could get stuck in that. But like John Fuda was like, you should have done a document. Like yeah. you, you say whose idea it is. Like this was just a terrible from the get-go. Yeah. I mean, I can understand with your brother. Like I, I would too. never think my brother would do that to me. But no. then you have to realize there's Louis. Yeah. But they also have a history. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> it's true. Like different than our brothers and us. That's like. true. <laughs> It does make me sad, like being sisters of a brother. It's like, can't you guys just fix this? I know. I don't know. They also did like a photo shoot for the pizza thing without Mm -hmm. Joe knowing. So there was a whole thing where they thought it was there. They were trying to take it. Yeah. Now, whether they understood that it was theirs or not, but. Oh, they understood. They They knew Joe wanted it to be his. You're right. And Louis keeps saying, like, it's impossible to talk to Joe and makes Joe sound like the problem. And I hate that. Yeah. It's like, don't flip it around. Louis does that flipping thing. Louis calls Joe a rat. And we learned that in New Jersey, you do not call people rats. Cool. And then there's Pizzagate 2. So Dina was, Dina Manzo, well, she's not Dina Manzo anymore, but she was part Mm -hmm. of that family. But she was on in the early seasons and she and Teresa have always been, like, really close. She's, like, a godmother to one of her daughters. But then she, okay, and I also found out she was at their proposal in Greece. Oh. And then later she doesn't come to the wedding. Yeah. So they make it out like this is no big deal, but I think it's a big deal. So Teresa says that Dina wasn't at the wedding because she didn't want to be on camera. Mm-hmm. But like Andy points out, their social media tagging of each other's a lot less. Mm-hmm. And then Joe comes up and says that he talks to, like he's friends with Dina's new husband and that, that Louis kind of screwed him over in a business dealing mm-hmm. i think it's true it's it rings true to me me too i mean yeah yeah i mean we don't know a lot and then melissa's kind of like well david's very private we shouldn't have talked about it at all so i think i get but at the same time i think there's clearly some sort of pizza gate too there yeah but is it seems like louis doesn't have many people that like him in business or i guess just That's from the show the feeling that i get too but also, I guess he's, he's rich. Really it doesn't a, matter. Just because you're in marketing doesn't make you a business person. Well, I guess because he's the head of like But the, like business acquisition and putting it out. I mean, Oh, see, I always think business person it. is just like you work in management. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I, I guess. guess. But I guess I feel like he wants to own and start all these businesses and he's putting money in, but it doesn't feel like he knows how to manage a business. Like, hmm. I don't know. I have really nothing. He just walks <laughs> really around without like, a shirt on. He does. And then people are like, fine, you can have the business. Just put your shirt back on. <laughs> crazy right, let's, eyes. Let's get to Bo Deedle and the okay. crazy eyes. Yes. So at the end of the, what's kind of like the first finale before the Teresa wedding special, it's the prohibition party. Um, this is where we see Louie like really start to lose it, I think. Mm-hmm. Like we've been like, watching him kind of like be less zen and like less in control. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's like, Bo Deedle has bleep on everyone <laughs> in this room. And like his eyes are like bugged And everyone up. is like, what? And it's like, 
I think it freaked everybody out. Yeah. And then later, I think it's later in the episode, he's like, I'm not talking like gossip. Like Bo Deedle, who's like one of the most famous private investigators in the country, one of my best friends, because of course he is, <laughs> yeah. brought me information on each person in this group. There's so much more. So much more. But that's what he does. Notice he always threatens yes. people. And he controls the information. Yes. Because like even at the reunion, he would say stuff like to yeah. Joe or over, you wait, yeah. you wait, or we'll mm-hmm. see, or, you know... Yeah. It's just, I guess you have to call his bluff and be like, there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing to see. There's nothing. No, I kind of agree. So what's interesting is there's an e- there's an Entertainment Tonight article from May 17th of this year. Uh, Bo Deedle sets the record straight on Louis, oh, I can't say his last name, R- Louis, Louis R's R- private investigator claims on Real Housewives of New Jersey. So he, Bo Deedle shot down those claims telling E.T. it never happened. And then this is what he said. The fact is, look, I know Louie and Teresa. I've known them for a long time over the years. I've known them very well. I've been to their home for their housewarming of their home. Oh, do you think he was in that episode? I'm not part of this housewife stuff. (laughs) All I really know is I like Louie and I like Teresa. Now, all of a sudden, he gets into a beef with his brother-in-law, and the next thing he opens his mouth, and the brother-in-law knows he knows me. So what's he going to say? I got the most famous private (laughs) investigator. I got dirt on every one of yous. Use I love you. Okay, sound. this <laughs> quote just makes me think even more that he actually <laughs> investigated them because you're best friends with him, and Louis doesn't like these guys, so of course. And this is Jersey too. It was all baloney, and it never yeah. happened. <laughs> okay, but you asked a really interesting question. You said to me, "Do private investigators tell people that they're investigating them?" I don't no. think they have to. Well, right? I think it wouldn't it be stupid to. Yeah. So obviously you're probably going to say, he's not on, yeah, he's he's not not on be like, record. He's oh, on yes, I'm investigating tonight. you. Yeah. I mean, they just want to go around yeah. and find the info. They might have to yeah. snoop, right? He was a retired New York Police Department detective. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if he knows any, if he's on any good true crime I know. Specials. I don't know. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the crossover. So, okay, do you think that Louis hired him? I do. I do too. And if he didn't like <laughs> hire him formally, as yeah. far as I am paying you, like, your bud, yeah, on the show, I'm going on here. On you're people's. my best friend. Like if you told me if you were going on a show, Caitlin, oh, and yeah. all these people hated you, right. I would try to find dirt on oh, them. I'd be googling them nonstop. Yes. I was gonna say I can think of times when we've just thought somebody was sketchy, yeah, and we've totally done a and good then, at the internet search, yeah. <laughs> And then if I was like a private investor, I'd go all out. I'd Absolutely. be like telling my people that work for me. Like yeah. different, I don't know, like there's systems. no way he didn't investigate no, them. I and then so. why else did he send him that um security guard to the reunion? Right. What was that about? Like he just made that up? Yeah. This is just a guy. So who- Louis <laughs> said, Well, it's because we've been getting death threats. Right. Well, Louis, you're getting death threats and you're not investigating that. Right. That does That's not a very make good point. sense. Maybe he was just investigating that. <laughs> But like Frank says, like, did you hire him to do a slander campaign? And he's mm-hmm. like, no. But at the very end, like, Frank makes him promise not to, like, you know, look into anybody, which I kind of appreciate. Which, and then there's the whole thing yeah. with Marge. So Margaret was like, my child was called and threatened at work. And then Andy brings up at the reunion the whole issue of, like, well, we've all gotten some spam calls. Yeah. But then they point out, like, it was a landline. And Margaret made it sound like her child worked somewhere that was, like, not... Again, it's a it's a work number, not like a home cell phone number, you know. Uh huh. I I don't know. Like, why would why would she make again? Why would she make that up? Yeah. He and he did yell it on national TV <laughs> that he hired. Yes. I mean, unless you really are just a poser, 
I, I don't know. And then I don't like the whole thing with little Frankie. Oh, yeah. You don't mess with Frank's family. No, you do not mess with Frank's family. And then, like, Dolores didn't want to talk about it. That but was... Kind of why? Because of friendship or because she's afraid of... I, I didn't think it was because she was afraid about Deedle. Okay. I got the feeling it's because she's friends with Teresa yeah. and she's trying to let it blow over. Okay. She's blow over. She's defending him. Yeah. But like Frank wasn't happy about it. And like, mm-hmm. I, I, I wasn't happy about it. Like, why did he have some job? And then why would you ghost some friend's kid? That's not cool either. Yeah. It doesn't take that long to text somebody and explain what's going on. I guess you don't want to admit that you're That's exactly. a loser. I don't know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what do you think Polly actually thinks about uh, what's his name, Louis? That's interesting. I think he was trying to stay out of it the best he can. Because he seems to me kind of like no nonsense. Uh huh. You know, he steps back a lot from Louis, and I think because Polly, I think that's Polly's way of kind of being like, "I'm not going to get in the middle of this. I'll just mm-hmm. kind of like." So I bet he doesn't trust him. Yeah, but I think he wouldn't say that. Like, yeah, I think he's trying to stay out of the. He doesn't want to get investigated. it's not stupid (laughs) all right so who wins there i mean i don't think businesses win but i don't think louis wins um not louis he looked really bad and didn't they say something about how he had to step down from did he didn't they say that okay oh maybe that was the last reunion like season 12 okay maybe it was I just think he came yeah. out looking bad. And I think in Jersey, it seems like your yeah. relationships are everything. Yes. And your business dealings. I yeah. Think, your business really dealings. So I yeah. think he's not doing well. No. Okay. I think that segues really well into our third versus, which is Louis versus his increasing anger and control issues. I feel like that's so judgy to say. It's, but, but it's true. It's pretty obvious it's when you're watching. Obvious. I saw this definite shift. So yes. throughout the season where she's like, he's like trying to get Teresa to make up with uh, yes. li- with Melissa and Joe. Right. And then that one scene before, I think it's before the prohibition party, mm-hmm. where Louis is in bed talking to Teresa and he starts going crazy about how yes. Joe is a rat right. and you can't talk to him. It was like he flipped the switch. And the, the whole like snake nest thing. Like if yeah. you were in a, would you save me from a nest yeah. of snakes? Well, I'm saving you from that nest of snakes. Like, yeah. whoa, dude, that what just happened? seemed totally like yeah. manipulative and uh-huh. everything bad. I, I don't also know. don't like how it felt like when Teresa wasn't there, he kind of worked not against her, but like he was trying to smooth everything over. Like, oh, let me invite Melissa's mom and you know to the wedding. Let yeah. me like, oh, you know, Teresa's a little crazy about that. Yes, but then to her face, he never said like, hey, calm down about it. Then he'd kind of get her riled up. I felt like. Mm-hmm. And that felt a little controlling and weird. Well, sometimes he also seemed a little controlling, like when they would, okay, so let's say Joe and Teresa are fighting. Mm-hmm. He would almost tell Teresa, like, to be quiet and yes. listen. And part of me is weird. like, I don't know if he's just controlling or if he wanted it to seem like he's the voice of reason. Yes. But either way, it didn't come off very I think he started good. out, I think you're exactly right. I think he started out as like, that was the image he wanted to portray. Mm-hmm. He couldn't hang on to it. And yeah, he started to it. lose control and it just like cracked, cracked red flags. I mean, like yeah. Andy was afraid of Louis. He didn't go to Joe first and say, calm down. I mean, when Joe came out, he said, stay in your chair. But like he went to Louis during the reunion and said like, I'm afraid this is going to get physical. Like, I don't want to get in the middle mm-hmm. of a fight. I don't want to get beaten up. Yeah. Like, for Andy to say that to him, it's like, he's seeing the cracks in this guy. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not like he's afraid of Teresa. Or it's not like he's like, <laughs> I, I don't, don't want you to let Joe bait you. Like, he was saying it to Louie, though. Yeah. Which I think says something. Not to all the guys. Not to all the guys. Yeah. 
Like he went directly to Louis. And if he saw Louis as just this like Zen person that Louis was portraying, I don't think he would have mm-hmm. said it that way. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you, well, do you think the Zen thing, was it real? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you think he wanted it to be real? Or it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to act like I'm this like total peacemaker guy. I, or do you think he really wanted yeah. it? Okay, I feel like it's like, you know when like I'll read a self-help book and then for a couple of weeks I'm like totally like, this is what I believe now, guys, yeah. and this is the new parent that I am. Like I feel like he went to some like meditation camp. Warrior camp. Warrior <laughs> Something. And like he learned about like yoga and being Zen. And he'd like to be that way. Uh-huh. But I'm not sure that he is that way. <laughs> it's like when you say you're that way, but yeah. you don't show you're that way. I am really know. debating. Because at first I thought he really wanted I thought to be he was at first. But now I'm wondering if he even cares if he is or he just wants to look good. I think he just wants to look It's good. just a matter of looking. I don't think mm-hmm. he cares if he's yeah. actually a calm person. Exactly. I don't think he's trying to better himself. And sometimes I do feel like it's like his cover-up story for he and Teresa when they get crazy. Like, hey, I'm the Zen guy. Like, I'm the yeah. peacemaker. And okay, and also I don't know, like, I don't know if there's like a therapy term for this or something, but it felt sort of like, you know, when they see people kind of like, I don't know if it's like mirroring or what it is, but where people kind of like make themselves attractive to you by liking what you like. There's kind of like a thing there. I felt like he kind of did that too, because like the whole- Like I like ghost sour (laughs) patch kid drinks. (laughs) Then I like them too, but I like a different kind. So that's me showing my difference. So you're still kind of an individual. Exactly. Kind (laughs) of. Hey, I'm a people pleaser too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not Zen. I'm willing to admit that. Caitlin is not Zen, neither am I. <laughs> not Zen. But it's like, you know how he kept like saying the things about her parents, which at first I thought was really sweet, that like siempre and siempre mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it meant that like. So then, but then I was noticing in this one article, they were pointing out how, I think it was People Magazine, but how they had matching 333 tattoos. And but when then you add that together, it, it's 666. <laughs> Which is, I know that's not the meaning. The meaning is the, but all I can think is if two people have three, three, three by tattoos, when you put them together, you get a six, six, six. Did I ever tell you? So my, <laughs> my grandpa, who's a pastor, when he, when they put him in the retirement community, when he moved over there, he got a phone number and it was like the area code, but then it was like six, six, six. So this it's also like, I didn't know that they let that be a phone number. Oh, and it's yeah. like, and he was a pastor. Like, I just felt like that was probably upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's, so she was saying that like sign of threes was kind of like her thing. Like her mom and dad died on something with a three and like everything was in three and a medium told her three. So that's sort of well, her thing. But that's also a, also because... I think a lot of cultures do that. Yeah. My mom always I think says so too. Uh, bad things a lot happen of things in, threes. in threes. And I think yeah. the Italians do believe that too. Uh-huh. But again, that's sort of Teresa's thing in this scenario. And then Louis goes Yeah, you think he gives a right. You think he cares about the number three. Exactly. And he goes and gets the same tattoo. He's like throwing this thing about her parents all over their house, which is sweet. But there's a point at which it... I don't know. Like there's a point at which I feel like he's just trying to make it seem like they're so alike and they're so meant to be. Uh-huh. Instead of just like being you're like, forcing it. Yes, yeah. a little bit. Like instead of just being like, hey, we're different in some things, we're alike in other things, mm-hmm. and let's like find a way to be together. I don't know. It's a little weird to me. And I don't know why, but there was something about that tattoo that I felt was weird. I think it's just more of a control thing. Yeah. But it's like say you got a tattoo and mm-hmm. then Thomas went out and was like, I'm gonna get the same tattoo because we're married. Wouldn't you find that weird? I would be pissed because yeah. I'd be like, come up with your own tattoo idea. And that's idea. what I feel like. And also, I want a tattoo, but I want yeah. it of a, like the Virgo star sign. Yeah. And so that would be weird. That would be funny because yeah. Thomas is a Scorpio. Yeah. So that would be weird. But still, it's like, I just feel like he can't come up with his own identity. 
And it's like he's just sort of taking other people's identities. Like, Teresa was super hmm. zen, too. Remember, That's... she went through that whole yoga teacher phase and everything. Oh. I just don't understand. It feels like he, like, who is Louis? It's just like we only know him as, like, a Teresa copy. That's, I hadn't thought of I it like know. that. I don't get it. It's a little weird. Okay, this is kind of blowing my mind a little. I feel like I need to rethink this. Because I don't agree with it, but I agree with it. Yeah. I know there's just something about him that I can't put my finger on. And I think it's like, that's part of the little thing. It's just, I don't understand him. And I don't understand them as a couple. And I don't know. And then I think there's jealousy on both sides. Like, I do think there's some brother-sister jealousy things that they, like, need to work out a little bit. And I don't know that there's any way that they can work it out. So yeah. I think that's part of the problem. I don't know. <laughs> Who wins in that? Does uh, <laughs> the insane. <laughs> I think everyone thinks Louie is crazy. Yeah. So I don't think it's Louie. No. I think he just looks so bad. Okay, so Caitlin good. tells me, like, oh, are you Team Teresa or it's yeah. Teresa or Team Melissa? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Team Melissa, I didn't know yeah. there was a Team Teresa. Yeah, we're kind of Like, does that trouble. actually exist? And that's yeah. when she told me a little tree hugger thing. Yeah. I just don't understand. I mean, I like I like Teresa as, like, the history of Housewives. Like, she is so ingrained in the history of yes. Housewives. The table flip is yeah. the most iconic, iconic moment mm-hmm. of Housewives. Yeah. And so, like, clearly she has an importance in the Housewife canon. Yeah. But, like, I don't understand how you could take her side, I guess. I don't Don't get too mad at us. I don't think anyone... <laughs> I don't think anyone that listens to us likes Teresa. Ooh, Let us know on social media. Statement. <laughs> that's a big statement. It starts blowing up. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! Someone actually like wrote something on her Instagram. That's what it took. <laughs> that's the Teresa that broke the camel's back. <laughs> All right, well, let us know how you feel about the Teresa and Melissa saga. And we will dig into them a little bit further on in our next episodes. Um, but yeah, we'll be at BravoCon. So if you're going to be at BravoCon, drop us a note and we will come find you. And we can hang out. <laughs> I didn't mean have that drink, to sound like a threat. threat. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, we could get together. We're not going to look, we're, we're not going to pull a Bodeedle. All right, remember, housewives bring the drama, but we bring the receipts. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button. If you'd like to help support us, please share it with others and leave a rating and review. Also visit us on Instagram and Twitter, both at rh underscore on underscore rh for fun pictures and polls, or email us at rh on rh podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again. And remember to stay out of the shade.